Hi, everybody. Welcome to Pockets Full of Soup Interlude Edition. Exciting things are happening. Look forward to new episodes, new projects, new ideas, new guests, all kinds of cool things happening. But right now, we're going completely off the rails. That's right. Pockets Full of Soup, the storytelling show on this one-off Riverdale special. Why? Because I love Riverdale and it's my show. And I want to tell you how much fun I'm having with it. And also because I have two good friends that are really a lot of fun to have on podcasts that also enjoy Riverdale. And those two good friends couldn't are... Couldn't be here tonight. <laughs> they couldn't be here tonight, so I'm, st I'm stuck with these schmucks. Hey. That's right. Who are you? I, I, I tried to say hi. I'm, hi, I'm Andrew Goldfarb. I, I like Riverdale quite a bit. You are Andrew Goldfarb. And next to you? And I am Andrew. No, that's not me. I'm Jonathan Dornbush. That is actually my name. And I do like Riverdale as well. That's right. Previously, yeah. both of you, guests on Pockets Full of Soup. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew, what a cliffhanger we it, left it on. You did leave it on a cliffhanger. When last we met, Jonathan was telling a heart-rending story. Yeah. Your, episode, <laughs> your episode, in all seriousness, is very good. Very sad. Thank you. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it is a weird way in a cliffhanger, but we can. that's not the time. Uh, yeah, it was uh, fun in a weird way. But so, you guys did a great episode, also. Yeah, so. I actually, yeah, you were on too. Yeah, too. I did. Uh, I did. Uh, on on the, at this table on this couch. I did. Um, <laughs> me and Marty talked about being thankful for each other, and then I did a solo one with you, where we just answered questions. And guess what? The equipment quality has not improved ever since then. I'm only That's on the great. weird episodes. I, don't, I haven't <laughs> done like a traditional episode yet. Have you never done a traditional? No, I really? would. Okay. Well, you would know. All right. I guess we'll we have to sing tradition from Fiddler on the Roof yeah. to be on it. But yeah. so this okay. is one of our kind of diversion episodes here. And again, in the interlude as we prepare for the next season. But yeah, it, okay. So let's get started. This. Why are we doing this? Because sometimes it's just fun to talk with your friends about things you love. And uh, this was something that came up that it's a, we mutually enjoy and thought, hey, we'll share our mutual gushing with you. So here's how the rules of this here Riverdale one shot interlude work. First. There will be spoilers. If you never plan on watching Riverdale, just hang oh, around. No. We're going to tell you everything that happens anyway. And we're going to discuss it in some detail with a lot of enthusiasm. So live vicariously through us if it's a show you never think you'll watch. If you don't care about spoilers, listen, because we're going to sell you on how much fun it is. If you do care about spoilers and you're going to watch Riverdale, right around now is probably about the time to not delete this, but merely put it on pause. Go watch all 13, ep is it 13 episodes for a season, yes. right? 13 oh, episodes of season one of yeah. Riverdale. Then hey, come back, back and pick <laughs> and welcome back. Hi. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on top of that, before we kick in, I'd like to thank everybody who ups on Patreon, but particularly our Patreon producers, Nick Rie and Robert Nieder, whose generous support makes Pockets Full of Soup possible every week. Thank you guys so much. Thank you gals so much. Thank all of you. Now, are you ready to Riverdale it up? Nah. No, not yeah, at all. Yeah, I'm 100% yeah. ready. I was born ready. <laughs> all right. I like the maple syrup you, fields of Riverdale. Well, you got to say it, you gotta the, say it all the surly. Syrup like, the maple like, syrup. Like the maple syrup trees of Riverdale. The mm -hmm. dark maple syrup mm -hmm. fields. Runs. Trees. Orchards. Brown like blood. It does run like blood. After okay, a so few days. Isn't angsty Jughead just the best? Oh, my yeah, goodness. Jughead, I love him yeah. so much. All right, number one, Jughead, by far the best character. Jughead is so good. Like, I, I, I love... So, like... Before this, right, Archie and popular culture, whatever, Archie comics, my parents read them when they were kids, like been around forever. I have a friend who is kind of weirdly obsessed with Archie as just like a thing, I'm and an he guy. would read the comics. Um, well, and that's the, the comics yeah. that came back, and they had yeah. like hot Jughead, and they were doing yeah. like a little more subversive things. They had like zombies in them, and they were doing yeah. all this crazy stuff Which we'll stuff definitely for also get to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably, honestly. Yeah, well, because of the showrunner and his involvement with those, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, Afterlife with Archie, but we'll get there, yeah. we'll get there. I'm yeah. fascinated by a subversive take on something so wholesome and so for so long like archie was the butt of a joke of like what is the 
most just saccharine, like completely like whatever G-rated comic, and like now it's become something more than that. And I don't know, like I, I think the show is such a smart take on those characters. Do you think it's more yeah. or different? I think it's different. Or both. It's, 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 I mean, it's more. It, I I like it not because because like like I said, like comics have, and I haven't read those comics, but like the comics have dipped into subversive territory. Obviously, yeah. I like that this is trying something new as far as i know with the caveat that i've read the comic okay well it's definitely trying something new yeah uh, well and i also think it, going into it i was i was not excited for it when it was first premiering i was like oh god like the whole point of it is just to make oh archie is a whole sexy show now like that seemed like a dumb idea but it's so much more than that and i yeah. think that was more the marketing of the show than the show itself oh interesting okay um, so when yeah. you say more than that um yeah. let's jump right in what's what's yeah. one of those more than that well, I think what I didn't expect was just how self-aware the show was of how it was sexy Archie. Like, it okay. knows that. Like, I love that Archie's biggest problems are, I'm good at sports and music, and I don't know what to choose, and also 12 beautiful women want to be my girlfriend, and I don't know who to choose. But And the show knows, and it's not, like, interesting as, like, all the other characters are so much more interesting to me, but the show still makes it. Yeah, yeah. Archie's kind of the Batman bad. of that universe. He's surrounded totally. by more yes. interesting people. That's yeah. that, well, that's definitely the case. Yeah. It's also just it's not. I mean, everything you said is spot on, but it's also a. I think the reason it's more than what it was marketed as for me is that it has so much style. It has like, oh, these yeah. like weird yeah. like noir trappings and like everything is like. So I watched Thirteen Reasons Why on Netflix, yeah. and when I watched that show, it felt like it was missing something. And then I went back to Riverdale, and I was like, oh, it's missing style. Yeah, yeah. like that's the thing. Like Riverdale is just. Like, it's pretty, and it's, like, looking at that kind of faded glory version of the town and yeah. seeing, like, the diner, it's just, like, they do really smart, like, 50s-inspired things that are still, like, modern. It, it is. Oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was just, it feels of a certain period, but it is modern day. And, I like, I, for me, the thing that stands out is the, like, the whole set uh, is incredible of the whole town, but the costuming yeah. is yeah. great. The way they do every single character, like, you instantly can tell who a character is by their costuming, and it all works. Yeah, the production yeah. design, the costuming, the art direction, all fantastic, way better than, than I think that... That, that we that we had any right to expect when yeah. we first just heard oh it's going to be modern serious Archie yeah. I, 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 particularly every the, the use of color is yeah. extraordinary I mean this Archie is a colorful comic it's a colorful book uh, that, that's that's one of its uh, I'm a big Archie fan I, mm -hmm. I like Archie history I like the I Archie verse like, yeah because I, I, I don't think you've read no the no yeah. I, I've yeah. seen one or so two from the I, I like the Archie verse yeah. and yeah. and color is part of it and how they're able to create a show that that still it just Pops, but yeah. it somehow still looks moody. Yes, and yeah. filtered. They take something that should be bright and cheery, and suddenly it looks like dark and dismal. Yes. And, and they, yeah, they, they get yeah. that really well. But yet it's still full of color. Yeah, and that's the style. And you mentioned the the Nora nods. Can you can you put something out specifically? Like, well, I mean, even I mean, even just, just the premise exactly of the like, pilot, yeah. and, and even the narration itself. It just yeah. like they have like this very like it has that like whodunit vibe to it, obviously. But like I think you have like more of like this like old like 50s detective thing going on on top of just a traditional high school show like it's i, I think it's it's very layered jared I think it has, like, <laughs> a lot of depth to it but it, that's the funny thing it, it's it seems like the simplest most blunt instrument but it's it is remarkably thoughtfully put together i think going back to jonathan yeah. what he said a few minutes ago it, hey jonathan it, it's <laughs> so ridiculously honest that yeah. show knows what it is is. Well, and so my big thing, like in general in pop culture, like dating back for a few years for me, I figured out what I love is like the emotional honesty in a thing where because there's so much sort of 
apathy or sarcasm to things or like you have to be winking and be like, but we're not really taking this seriously, mm -hmm. but it just dives fully into it and it knows what it is and accepts what it is and embraces that. Yeah. And it's, and it makes it better because of it, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. So so what is Riverdale, if we're going to be honest about it, uh, if, if it's honest about itself, what does it say about itself? What is Riverdale? I think to me, it is a show that embraces its camp. Like it knows that it is a, a campy, over-the-top, exaggerated show. Like, like uh, Cheryl Blossom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cheryl yeah. Blossom is a mm -hmm. character who like, to me, is the the symbol of the whole show for me. Yes. In yeah. that like everything she's saying is like completely self-aware, a little bit of satire of high school shows, but also like everyone in the world acknowledges it. And like, it's yeah. like, she's like this really good meta representation of what I feel like the entire show is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl's, Cheryl's monologues and Jughead's, uh, Jughead's diaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not, I don't think anyone would ever actually say or even write those things in most contexts. Especially but, you would think a kid at that Yeah, age. but they yeah. fit that world. Well, yeah, I think that's, fit. that's I, I think like, and I, I'm sure you're going to agree with this. Like, yeah. um, I don't know, I just spoke for you. That was weird. But like the, like, I really like Aaron Sorkin mm -hmm. and I, I appreciate Sorkin movies and, and TV shows. But I also completely acknowledge and respect the fact that no one talks like that in real life. Yeah. And that grates on some people. Like some people can't watch Sorkin because they're like, no one would say that. For me, like, I like that. I like that kind of, like, hyper-stylized vibe. And yeah. Riverdale has that in spades. Like, granted, the dialogue isn't, like, Sorkin quality or anything. Yeah. But, like, it definitely has, like, a particular cadence and a particular, like, tone that makes it unique. And I think it does make it harder to watch, like, you know, 13 Reasons Why. Not to pick on that show is fine. But, like, it, just, <laughs> it makes it hard to watch, like, other high school-driven shows. Where do you think yeah. of it? Well, yeah, I mean, like, if the, the cadence of Sorkin is musical, like, people, the way they talk to each other is, like, it's a musical movement. In Riverdale, everyone is talking in a sort of, like, self-aware, almost, like, harsh way, but it's intended to, I feel like, it's harsh because it is showing you the underside of what they're the front they're putting on. Like it's yeah. all about to me is about like the masks everyone wears and the seedy underbelly of it, which is a lot of like noir shows or shows where it's based on a mystery in it. But I think Riverdale succeeds at it so much because it knew that from minute one. Yeah, it's got a delightful. It it's got a delightful kind of Peyton Place melodrama to it. Yeah. It kind of reminds me in a lot of ways of late night soap operas from the 1980s, mm -hmm. which were were built entirely around just just ludicrous plot like points. Dynasty I'm thinking mostly about something like Dallas. Where, oh, okay. But yeah, here's, yeah. here's what Dallas and Riverdale have in in, in spades that, that most shows don't that I think makes them both great shows. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I think Riverdale's better than Dallas, but I think Dallas pioneered this. And that's it. You just you dive in, you turn the dial to 11, and you commit. Yeah. You just... Yeah. Everything is angsty. Maple syrup is angsty yeah. in Maple Riverdale. Maple syrup is the reason people die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wholesomeness is angsty. Bright yeah. colors are turned somber. Love is turned sour. Yeah. Life is turned murder. Mansions are turned dark palaces of evil magic. I mean, it's a it's great like, mansion. <laughs> it, is a, it is a show of ulterior motives and secrets. Yeah. And yeah. like nothing is safe from that. Exactly. And so like... Everything means something else. Everything has a but. Everything has a like consequence. I think that's a really yeah, fun way to do a story like this. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yep. The CW. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, okay. Now let's talk for a second about the, the CW. CW of it all. Let's. <laughs> I am. 
Vampire Diaries first like four seasons are still among my favorite. Yeah, I still need to watch it. I've heard such great things about those. I jumped ship after like a few seasons, but I think the the early life of that show I was totally into. Oh, it's fantastic. Gossip Girl, like honestly, like I think the season season of Gossip Girl one is great. Yeah, Yeah, like that is what like stronger, not the best of the OC, but like Gossip Girl was getting near to like stronger. Yeah, especially I love the pilot. The pilot's great. The pilot is incredible. I think I think it's easy for people to 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 dump on the OC or not the OC. Sorry, it's easy for people to dump on the CW maybe because it's obvious that you know the CW makes stars. They don't start with stars. They make stars, by and large. And the shows tend to have a, a, a lower budget appearance sometimes. But what comes out of that is very often ridiculously creative. It's genuinely yeah. speaking very fun. The writing's often very clever. Yeah, they bring yeah. in – they have they have really, really talented – I mean, that's, that's uh, Berlanti, dude. Like, I, I feel like, honestly, like, this whole new era of CW – because, like, I think – if you go way back, if you go back to like, because CW was born from UPN and WB, WB merging, right. yeah, yeah, and so in the early like you eventually got like Veronica Mars and cool stuff and like like the early days, but yeah. like uh, there were a lot of bad shows and like yes. I think like and I watched they, them, I did too, <laughs> yeah, and I watched all I was those a shows. Diehard Smallville fan, like yep. I like I kind of came to this point like I watched Vampire Diaries, I I got to this point where like I started to like cw shows but in that like guilty pleasure ironic yeah. way yeah but i think early era cw was guilty pleasure exactly even effect. like smallville which i love yeah watch every episode of like i totally acknowledge its faults but like i think this new wave of like all the superhero shows mm-hmm. the dc yeah. shows like arrow and all that and now this like that's all the the berlanti verse or whatever you want to call yeah. it like yeah. I, I think it has added a credibility to the network that wasn't there before well i think this one ties into it this is not the show for it i could do a whole show about these other ones yeah. but i think Jane the Virgin is legitimately one of the best shows on television right now. Uh, yeah. It has been for a season and a half. And Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is, it has its bad episodes, but it is unlike anything else on television. And it's also great in its own way. And iZombie even. Like, yeah, I mean, iZombie like, is. They're fun. Like, yeah. They're just, they're, there's a, that whole I, show is so much fun. I do think it comes down to self-awareness. I yeah. do think it's that the CW started out as these shows that were very clearly aimed at it was it was the network for teens yeah. you know it was like like this ain't your mom's show this is you know, <laughs> like, yeah kids like us. no it, the marketing around the ori- origins of the cw was gossip girl was yeah. like this is scandalous and not to get too far off track but i think that is why supernatural survived this long yeah. is because that show is so self-aware of what it is and mm-hmm. does the funniest meta episodes ever and it i think that's why it's sustained the way it has oh, yeah. I, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it, when your show has episodes titled chris angel is a douchebag yeah uh, it's you know what you're doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that show. But yeah, anyway, back to Riverdale. <laughs> no, back to Riverdale. No, but I think that is important, the CW context. So what about, could Riverdale have been born someplace else? Or do you think that is a uniquely CW show? Well, I think it's uniquely CW in that everyone's really hot. Yes. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> it is. That's, that's yeah. like ultimately like. Yeah. All right. The, there, there's I, a ridiculous degree of physical attractiveness going on yep. on that program. Although, although, again, going, you're right, CW. I mean, Ian Summerhalter, Vampire Diaries. Yeah. I, I just melt. I can't look cast. at that man. Why are you mentioning other people? I'm just. I didn't watch Vampire Diaries. Sorry. So that's Ian Summerhalter, Vampire Diaries. That, More importantly, that, lost. If you're uh, Ian Summerhalter. Uh, just sure. Vampire Diaries. Boon forever. <laughs> he was a vampire. That's fair. It's a fair point. Vampire yeah. Ian Summerhalter. But he was like forever. I, I think when I think CW, yeah. I think uh, a little bit of campiness. Um, I think a little like. A little style, a, a little something like you said that's a little offbeat, might not work in the network. But most importantly, I think abs and cleavage. Yeah. And I mean, it's like ultimately like it is every show is meant to be a little bit titillating. And yeah. I feel like they do a very good job of like walking that PG-13 line of like there none of these shows are doing anything that you're not seeing on like 
HBO times ten. Yes. You know? No, it's almost it's almost comedic. I mean, they yeah. they play it up again. It's it's self aware, and it's not self aware in the wink wink way. That's that's what I can't figure out quite how they do that. If you watch you watch some self aware satirical programming or, mm-hmm. or movie, you know, you watch something with anything with Bruce Campbell in it. He's hamming it up. He's mm-hmm. chewing on the furniture. It's great. You love it. Self aware. This is not. Nobody ever just looks at the camera and goes, yeah, or almost yeah. never. So, how do they pull it off? What's Riverdale the secret? Specifically? Yeah. What's the secret? I mean, I think the thing itself is so heightened. Like the the presentation of the main murder mystery, like from the pilot on, is at a like nothing about it is subtle. Mm-hmm. And I think when it inserts you into that world from that viewpoint, that makes some of the more the wackier things feel at home. So right. what is uh, what is what is Riverdale's most titillating moment? What's uh, where 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 are they really trying to get you? I mean, oh. probably like the the Miss Grundy and and Archie sex scenes. I would say yeah, that, that or, okay. well, them I'm, in the I'm, car I'm, was like the promotional thing of like, that. But I'm actually gonna cancel out my own answer. It's okay. actually I think it's the the. Um, Betty and Veronica in the pool with the, yeah. the shitty dude who, okay. like, sexually oh, yeah. harassed all the girls. Where, where, yeah. Drowning the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, is it in the first episode where they dance together and kiss? Or Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the first yeah, that's very yeah. first episode. So basically yeah. the pilot. Okay. Uh, so the pilot and then episode three. Yes, we got those three? two yeah. moments. Oh, yeah. man, you, three. Like, you really know this well. And I, I really love her. So, uh, and, and I should <laughs> say full disclosure that, so Jonathan marathoned it after the fact. Yeah. I watched week to week, and so I'm probably the least well-versed in it. And then you watched week to week, but you also just rewatched. Right. Yeah, what I did was I watched – I jumped in about four in. Okay. Then I watched week to week. Then gotcha. I went back and rewatched some things because gotcha. I, I really enjoyed it. I, yeah, I, same. I, unironically, I mean, I, this isn't a guilty pleasure. That's oh, the fun. No, not like, at all. I, yeah. it's, it's actually – and I don't want to give the idea that, it, that it's – it's just darn good entertainment. Uh, yeah. it, it's entertaining television, and it, it, it's there's something to be found there. Every episode finds ways to surprise me. It can be – and when it's predictable, it's always predictable in interesting ways. I mean, yeah, the I show has, the show yeah. has fooled me many times, but it also yeah. sometimes like, yeah, I totally saw that coming, but I didn't know I'd enjoy getting so, here so much. Yeah. If, I, if, oh, no, just uh, you had reminded me of something that I forget if I read it on the AV Club or somewhere, but someone basically uh, defined the term middle brow of like all the <laughs> of all these very solid, like it's not the prestige TV shows that are trying to be like highbrow art or like lowbrow reality it's like this middle ground of very solidly well-crafted work that is just trying to do that well it's not trying to be anything crazier yeah i feel Uh, like it's a more honest version of game of thrones sometimes like it's it's melodrama and soap opera yeah uh it's less bloody and it's more honest and it knows what it is well i mean like you called it surprising i mean so like let me take you on a journey you're you're jared petty whatever two months ago yeah it's like episode two whatever what who did you think killed uh what's his name Billy oh blossom? <laughs> oh who do i yeah who do i think blossom. Jason, jason blossom jason blossom who did i think killed jason blossom like early At, on i was really hoping it was archie's dad interesting uh that's yeah. that's who i was going for i was i was thinking that that like archie's that. dad killed him and that was going to be the deciding factor but i was also after life with Archie, I was way in on the yeah, absolutely. This is going straight Lovecraftian horror. Beginning of season two, it became apparent toward the end that they're going to take a little more time. But this but is the CW. It. Sooner or later, this turns into Charmed. I, I mean, well, that's yeah. that's happening. Yeah. I mean, she, uh, <laughs> Cheryl does have that dream where he is alive again. Exactly. And she yeah. attacks him. Like that is a clear. And he, the showrunner, I'm forgetting his name, but who also writes the Archie comics. Yeah. Like he said, that was a clear hint. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, he's seeing the spider brooch. 
she keeps yep. saying. Yes, yeah. And this is, if you're not familiar, by now, if you're, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're familiar with, with the background of Archie Comics. includes a lot of characters, not just these few you've Sabrina. Had, including Sabrina. Sabrina Everyone thought we were going to get Sabrina in the yeah. finale. Oh, right. Man, I would love that. Well, yeah. everybody wants Sabrina. Yeah. But they're safe. they know they don't have well, to give it to us now. But so many people have the view of Sabrina of the half-hour sitcom. Yeah. I and, think also. Oh, John Hart. Yes. Yeah. That is the Sabrina that a lot of people know, which I think Shout is funny. Shout out to John Hart. Yeah. Which is interesting because Sabrina's been through a lot of kind of incarnations, too. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, you have Sabrina the Teenage Witch of the Comics. It was almost like a, a kind of a 60s mod type character mm-hmm. in a way there for a while. And, and, and uh, she was kind of to inject life. Into the Archie comics, yeah. uh, and and, and then the yeah, character in the show would be so cool, and if it just yeah. had like that very subtle, like um, like almost like the leftover style, like is it supernatural it's, or is it yeah. not? Like leave yeah. it very vague. Mm-hmm. I would love yeah. that. Um, and they live. She lives across the river, essentially. Yeah, right? there's that's a town across the river yeah. from from uh, from Riverdale, yeah. and that's where Sabrina lives. And again, an afterlife with Archie. That's where the you know kind of Lovecraftian apocalypse comes pouring yeah. out, and suddenly there there are elder gods running around, and there's undead walking around, and people are getting eaten. It feels like and... season six of Riverdale. Yeah, must be that. I, yeah. I think he. I think I don't think he went much longer because you don't want to turn it. The problem with mystery shows is they can't stay mysteries. Season one was a mystery, and they had to solve it. Right, and they did, and yeah. they got it. But I don't think season two is going to be a mystery. No, uh, I can see I them we... leading into different tones. Yeah, yeah what do you think sure. they'd go for in season oh. two? Um. Because I think season three goes full Buffy. Um, I can wow. see season three, yeah. But season two, what's it going to be? I see this being like a four-season show max. Really? I, I wouldn't want it to be much longer. On the CW? I mean, they can go for 20 years, sure. But like, I, I would want them to stick. If they get more and more serialized, yeah. I'd want to. Like Most of the long-running CW shows found a way to balance both. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the setup of this show can balance Case of the Week with... Well, ideally, I don't like most shows to run more than four years, but yeah. I, th- I think this one may get may very well get at least five. Um, they're getting a twenty-two episode season two. Yeah, and we'll see how uh, that works. I thought thirteen I'm, was. I'm a actually great bummed length. about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would way prefer a tight thirteen episode yeah. season. Unless oh, they that's... do the like mini arc thing, yeah. I can yeah. see them. I'm not sure what they'll do with it. I'm, I'm really yeah. kind of curious about that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think they will go mystery. Honestly, I think they'll because I I think it has a very good like Scooby Gang vibe right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they just kind of like. It was that weird thing where, like, obviously they all cross paths a lot, but, like, I think that now they have this weird solidarity. Like, that scene where they're watching the video together in the, well, I guess it's in the finale and the episode before that. Yes. Like, that scene to me represents, like, these guys are now bonded. And, like, mm-hmm. this is now, like, the core cast is now, like, I hope they're done with infighting and stuff. Like, I want to, they won't be, but I want to see them work together on something. Maybe, maybe even, don't do a murder again, but, like, mm-hmm. maybe even unraveling something bigger and maybe even the blossoms and the murder weaves into that in some, in some, some new way. way. I mean, what yeah. we do, you know, who was putting the drugs there? What's higher exactly. role in this whole yeah. thing? That's all out there. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm not exactly sure how to nail what I would say the tone is, but I feel like crime will play a larger role in it in terms of yeah. Hiram. And then also, uh, the serpents, the serpents, for uh, sure, right? Yeah. Because clearly, just the way the season ends, that is going to be a focus for Jughead, if not a lot, a large part of the Riverdale. I'm yeah. sorry, uh, you, you you threw me. You're giving serious, well thought out prediction. And I'm just <laughs> grinning from ear to ear. Angie, for weeks now, my wife has has taken on just at random intervals. We'll be sitting in a quiet room, and she'll be like, Jared, and I look over, and she'll just go. The serpents, <laughs> and that's right. <laughs> she'll say it because. And again, the serpents are part of the lore and mythology. But yeah. it is kind of funny. Like he's a serpent. I like how they have literal snakes. For yeah, time, it's so great. Yeah. Uh, so you talked about Sabrina. Yeah. The highlight of this for me, in terms of the best portrayal in, in comics history and in, in live action history, 
I love this version of Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're great. Honestly, yeah. like, I would be... More than the significantly, movie? Significantly, yeah. Oh, <laughs> even more than the... Ever, what, 2001. Uh, that was Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. I believe. Yes. Uh, Star yeah. of Scorched. That's and other fine motion pictures. Yeah. Tara Reid, Rosario Dawson. And, oh, my gosh. You yeah. know this better than I do. Um, oh, man. I watch it once a week now. So yeah. Uh, but no, I, I totally believe you watch it, it once a week. I we have a totally, standing news meeting to watch them. That's true. I can totally see them doing a backdoor pilot for Sabrina. Like, get her in there and spin off eventually. Yeah. yeah. I could totally watch it. Josie and the Pussycat spin off, too. Well, they Literally. talked kind of about how they would do, like, an Archieverse. Like, the yeah. CW is open to it, mm-hmm. I think. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I I really enjoyed the fact that Valerie almost instantly became a real character. That yeah, was fun to see. Yeah, uh, and Although I do think she kind of, I mean, Archie was kind of dumb, but man, talk about that. Wow. No. Well, Archie yeah. is pretty dumb, but he's so pretty. Yeah, he's very I mean, yeah. he just, it, it, apparently he's uh, he's from New Zealand. Uh, yeah. And, oh, the uh, real life actor. Yeah, the real life actor. He's, he's a New Zealander. And man, if... If you just like Google shirtless Archie and go to images, oh, I do often. It's kind of amazing. I follow like, them all on Instagram, so yeah, I don't have yeah, to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm pretty ripped under this hoodie here yeah, right yeah. now, but but that guy's got me beat by, yeah. by a long I shot. Mean, it's like, really really barely, pretty. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I so, yeah. Uh, I, it goes Stephen Amell, you yeah. Archie. I it's think, like the three yeah. of them on the various salmon ladders. Yes. Is uh, <laughs> is Luke Perry dead? No. 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 You think so? No. No. The reason I don't think he's dead is because I think they want to do. It is too. It is too tempting to do the love triangle with him and Hiram and Veronica's mom. Okay. Also, so, no one dies off screen in television anymore. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. true. You, you have, have to, to see them die. I think yeah. you'll get a bunch of episodes of Archie being emo because of it and visiting him in the hospital. And is he going to die? And it comes close. And like Archie's really sad about it, blah, blah. But I think he pulls through. Okay. So yeah. one he, of my. He cheats. Uh, he goes back and forth between Betty and Veronica at that point. We've, we've talked about other CW shows. Mm hmm. Uh, one of my favorites really is, again, the first few seasons of Vampire Diaries, after you get past the first about half dozen episodes where it's getting its footing, it turns into one of the best things that was on TV at the time. One of the things I loved about Vampire Diaries, huge ensemble cast, but also anyone could die at any moment, and unlike some other shows where anyone could die at any moment, that wasn't really the selling point, and it wasn't gratuitous. It was just like, holy cow, there was a true sense of danger. Yeah. Yeah. Early season of, or season two of Arrow felt that way too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Same yeah, kind yeah, of vibe, and it was different yeah. than Game of Thrones. Which at first yeah. Game of Thrones felt that way, and then after a while, it kind of felt like you were just getting. What well, Game of Thrones worked. felt that way because you didn't know who the safe characters were. Yeah, like I feel like six seasons in, I know exactly who's safe. Whereas yeah. in season one, the the four people they set up as being main characters who then died you were like oh holy crap this show is like really bold and then they kind of stopped doing that and the walking dead has kind of been uh chided for that and that like oh the core six of them who were in the pilot i mean except for spoilers for the walking dead for two seasons ago but when Uh, yeah no no but so when they kill someone off who'd been on the show for a while it was it it was just a surprise in that like everyone thought that whole core was safe yeah yeah yeah, Uh, you you do feel like those guys but i don't know it just it felt less gratuitous anyway this is vampire diaries who's the first to go if anybody goes Who who actually gets killed of the main of the people? main cast? Uh, parents talking, and kids or kids? Parents, parents count too. Okay. Oh yeah, because the parents we've been starting on the parent. We haven't really talked about sure. characters much at all. But. Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like if you went for the core cast of the kids, like I mean, to me the core cast is just the four. It's just Betty, Veronica, Archie, and Jughead. Not even Cheryl. I think then you go to tier two, which is Cheryl. And I would the include Cheryl in tier and, one. Oh wow! I, I feel I, what's that? What I feel it? like Cheryl was too major a part of this season, and that she's well, tier one for me. I don't know if she stays that. That's way, what I'm but, unsure of exactly. Like yeah. if Jason Blossom's not the central mystery, then like is Cheryl part of the core? If she, yes. if you don't have Cheryl to talk, who talks for Cheryl? That's a fair point. 
Fair point. All right, fine. Cheryl's. In I mean, tier I could one. be wrong. I, I, I could be wrong about that. I but, apologize. But Cheryl's again, in tier one. best lines in the show. Uh, that I hundred. Cheryl's great. And yes. so I'm like, well, I don't know if you can kill okay, her. So, and I have a huge so let's say her, so. the first, the core four and her, then I think are always safe. I yeah. don't think any of them ever die ever. I think you killed and, Betty or Veronica. At one point in the show, would you do I th- it? I think oh, I will. If yeah. I were, I would. Towards the end of that show, I would kill one of them. That'd be cool. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, also, yes. like, all bets are off in a finale. Yeah, like, end yeah. game, yeah. sure. But, but let's like, go pre-finale. Yeah. I would. Uh, if I knew I was going to my final season, I would kill one of them off in the finale. That's wow. Have that deal with that. That's yeah. extraordinary. Yeah. My oh. my read on the show is that the core cast and then but plus, I love them like so. those main four plus Cheryl. I don't think you ever see die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe Cheryl. I don't know. I really, I you I really think they might kill Cheryl? Okay. I think that those that Betty, Veronica, Archie, and Chuckhead will see the show through till the end. Mm-hmm. I think anyone else, I do think, is on not the table. Safe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So who 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 goes first out of the extended cast? Cheryl. <laughs> so she's the yeah. first one. Okay. Cheryl Ooh. goes first. Uh, I I would probably say a parent would go first. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure which. Oh, that's true. Actually, I um, like so many of the parents. Well, yeah. I mean, so Hiram, assuming Hiram's a big well, part of season two, he's dead by the end of season. Yes. Two, yeah. Yeah. It's not a character that sticks around. You don't yeah. think? Really? Because I think Veronica's mom ends up with Archie's dad. Yeah. Well, you and want then, that so to happen? You... Yeah. 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 I'm into it. What? What if Veronica ends up with with Archie and Veronica's mom ends up with Archie's dad? I mean, that's dad? Just, that's television. That's just taboo enough that that show wants that. Yeah. To happen, that's a good like, point. Yeah. That's true. Also, yeah, I feel like that's happened on television enough. It's a Probably. double wedding with yeah, Archie. Exactly. Yeah, okay, exactly. that's that's kind of fantastic. You're right. So talking about about Hiram for a second, mm-hmm. um, we now know Hiram's been cast. Uh, yeah, if, if you don't want to know who Hiram's cast as, you know, you shouldn't be listening. Uh, Hiram is Kelly Ripa's husband. Yeah, uh, Mark Consuelos. Yeah, and uh, a good. I'm a big Consuelos. Kind of inspired casting, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. a good choice. I think he works. But who would your Hiram have been? Zach Woods. <laughs> <laughs> And the mics go dead. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love Zach. Wouldn't choice. that have been? <laughs> but I mean, my, my thing is, I expected it. Okay, so we were actually just talking about this. Yeah. Um, I, okay, the point of Hiram, in my eyes, other than obviously fulfilling some of the mystery stuff or answering some of the questions, is a love triangle between him and Luke Perry and Veronica's mom. Yes. yes. Like, that to yeah. me is the point of that character coming in face to face. So... Because we have Luke Perry, I think it would have been really interesting to do like a Brian Austin Green or Jason Priestley as like his counterpart. That yeah. would be hilarious. I think that would be really fun. Oh, that's I can adorable. see them also not wanting to though because of fear of the stunt casting overtaking the show. Totally. But yeah. I agree that like that would have been my go-to. Yeah, and there's casting. so many like yeah. they had like Molly Ringwald. They had, oh, that, like, yeah. I fell off my chair <laughs> when she walked in. I was just like, that's that's perfect. Yeah, Thank that you for so loving me, CW. It's so Thank perfect you. to have like these old 80s and 90s icons in a yeah. show like this. Have Peter Gallagher. And just, he's I'd got that happy. bright red so hair, happy. and there's Molly Ringwald just walking through. Yeah. And it's not like Molly Ringwald shows up in much. No. It's no. like somebody went to Paris is like, Molly Ringwald. She was in a Secret Life of the American Teenager mm-hmm. and yeah. this. I haven't seen Secret Life of the American Teenager. Should I? No. No? All right. No. I mean, it, it, it gave us Shailene Woodley, and she's great in things, but that show's not great. Fair All point. seriousness, uh, Hiram yeah. for you, Jonathan. Uh, it, uh, that's really difficult. I like Now that I know that Mark Antwilis is cast, mm-hmm. I like I think he's legitimately a great choice for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I probably would have, had we not had the discussion, Jason Priestley would have been the first name to pop into my head. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of something new to be original and not just copy everyone no, that's okay. at the table. I think uh, Matthew Broderick would have been a really funny choice, not that he would have done that. Who's the um, who's the best CW guest star crossover? Uh, if we're going to have somebody from any of C- CW's other Ooh. shows take a stop in Riverdale. Uh, 
Did anybody stops o- stops over? Yeah, can Barry, can Barry <laughs> Allen uh, stop in Riverdale yeah. one night? Oh, I'm blanking on the character's name. Uh, I don't want to pull up my phone and Google. Uh, there's a Jane the Virgin character. It's her father. Uh, and it's killing me that I don't know his name, but he is like my favorite character on that show. And okay. he's such, he is such a heightened character. He essentially is a soap opera star who outside of his soap opera work is a soap opera character. All right. Uh, and he, but he's, he's amazing and great. And he could have been a character that they overused too much and was just awful, but he, they use him perfectly. And it would be amazing to see him show up in this world. Okay. Just so for yeah. too many. It would be so weird. I don't know if they'd know how to react. So he just shows, what's he do? What's he do in town? He's there, uh, possibly shooting a show or something. Like okay. they're, they're in town. They thought it was a great like on-location set, uh, and he's there shooting it. Uh, I, I do love the small town being the venue for ridiculous things. Yes. Part that, it can happen in very very lighthearted ways. You know, It worked on a lot of, again, old 80s, 90s sitcoms. But I also love that for some reason, you know, if you're, again, uh, Twin Peaks spoilers here for a second. Uh, if you, are you guys safe on this? Go ahead. But, you know, I, having, I've never even seen season two. So having, having Nine Inch Nails show up yes. in Twin Peaks yeah. is just... Delightful. So, it's like this. Why, why is this happening? So much black leather. It yeah. was, it was I mean, beautiful. I, I'm excited. Like, like most of these shows, right? In any show, really. Season one starts like fairly grounded, sticks to the core concept. Season two tries something riskier. Season three maybe gets a little further from the mark. And then by like four, five, six, seven, shows get weird. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till Riverdale gets weird. Yeah. Because like right now, I feel like we it is relatively safe, and I, I do think we get one or two more seasons like that. But I totally think when they start bringing the occult and the supernatural and the stunt casting and the weird cameos yes, like yeah. that's when the show is going to be amazing. Well, and I, like that was yeah. supernatural for me really kicked into i love that show but seasons four and five of that show are legitimately some of my favorite genre tv of the past two decades yeah because they lean so heavily into the no we're going straight up biblical and we're making this about angels versus demons and the four horsemen and they just went crazy and it was wonderful that's what i want it. from this too i, yeah. I think yeah. about season I, I keep going back to buffy but i, I go back to season one of buffy which is Kind of weird is a and even. There are yeah. bad episodes, just straight up. Bad yeah, there's episodes. great moments and there's bad episodes. Yes, yeah. The lighting's terrible. The, there's there's a lot of yes. a lot of growing going on there, and then they come back and season, season two, two is, is incredible. Yeah, I'm really kind of hoping two and especially three of Riverdale. I just just give me a Lovecraftian demon god. Yeah, <laughs> please. I want it so bad. I think I, you I can want build up to stuff really bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm kind of bummed that because of the way. Like, because we know season one and Cliffhanger, they're likely going to start season two fairly shortly after. I would have really liked a time jump. Yeah. I would love for it to be six months or a year later. Uh, I think that's the most interesting thing they could do. I feel like if we just start 10 seconds later with Luke Perry on the floor of the diner, that's less interesting to me. That's probably what we're getting. But oh, I, agree, do you, I agree. Uh, could it also be, which I feel like a lot of shows have been doing recently, is we immediately cut there and see the aftermath for two minutes and then it does a time. That does, like, no, I feel I'm, like that is also I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I, I really would yeah. love to jump ahead. I'd like I'd like them to work through some of those things. I, I like when TV allows us to resolve and reset. Uh, a time jump could be, it can be a cheap trick, but by and large it isn't used that way. I think it could ever well, let's, television. Let's predict. What do you think is the opening scene of season two? Uh, I honestly, I I'm not. I think that we are not in the diner. Uh, okay. yeah, opening season, uh, opening season two, we're not in the diner. I think that we are. Betty and Veronica are walking down the street side by side on a fall afternoon, talking back and forth, and their exposition gives us about four tantalizing mysteries uh, and then a car zooms around a corner toward them and we cut to black with the exciting music Ooh, there okay. we go. that's mine uh, and is the car hitting them the car is headed straight at them okay and then it's and then they're 
Riverdale thing pops up. So is it the okay. thing? Is it is it like the like uh, what I call the Maverick based on the Mel Gibson movie Maverick? Um, that it starts with a thing and then we go back and then lead up to that thing. Yep, in media okay, exactly. In media, yeah, in media, sure. very good. Love that. Like the in media, so okay, the Maverick whatever. thing. We love that. I do. Love, well, Some in media, Express actually made you hop right into the middle yeah. of the action. Yes, and that, yeah. But yeah, you're doing the the back and reset thing six months earlier. The, like, yeah, the that, Breaking uh, Bad. Yeah, that's yeah. my or like the Arrow season three. Or the right. final yeah. season of my TV show that I'll never do uh, is the. First episode of the final season starts that way. Like mm-hmm. I love when shows allow you to do that and then yeah. hop back and take a look. I, yeah. I I understand it's a trope, but tropes can be great. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think season two opening? Uh, I have one of two scenes in mind. Just as we were talking scene about it. Scene one. Scene one. Uh, it would be immediately in the diner. Uh, you see the aftermath, but then it cuts. Um, so we don't actually know if he like we see that he's there. He's probably breathing, um, but like on the cusp of dying, and then we don't know. Okay. And then it cuts, and they leave it like a mystery for most of the episode. And then in the last two minutes, you see him in the hospital bed. Yeah, uh, I feel like that would be a, that is a very obvious way to go. Yeah, I wouldn't want them to. Or it starts with scene a scene two. Scene two. Uh, it's you open with something amazing with Hiram. Like I think you open mm. him as just like you show how big a force he's going to be in the season. Yeah, uh, from minute one. Uh, oh, love that. Just right there, right yeah. in the middle of things. Okay. I think you start at a funeral in the rain. And you have Archie looking very upset, standing alone. And it is a fake out and makes you think it's his father's funeral. And that ends up being someone else. And then he goes and visits his dad and he's fine. Not so home. who is Ah, it? the arrow. Yeah. Yes. Someone yeah. random. Do they... Like a teacher or something. Do they know who is in the coffin at that point? The writers? Because that's what happened with Arrow was they weren't sure who they were going to oh, put. Oh, I'm not saying I'll flash forward. I'm just oh, saying... Oh, okay. I'm saying that season two begins with maybe a three-week, one-month time okay. jump. Okay. And they're at a funeral, and Archie's standing alone, but then three other people walk up, and okay. he's not actually alone, and it's a fake out, and they go see his dad. Okay, yeah. now I'm going to cheat and do another one. Ooh, Archie, well, is, uh, so Archie is sitting. More. It's kind of close up, and Archie's tuning his guitar. You see, like, his hands, and he's sitting in his bedroom, mostly close up, and he's playing and singing a song that he's written all alone, kind of quiet in the room, mm-hmm. and he does the Archie thing there a little, and he's actually sad, and you see like an Archie, and he stands up and walks out, and the room is empty. There's nothing left but the box he was sitting on. The house is empty. He walks through the empty house and out. There's a for sale sign. He walks out, and it cuts to Riverdale because his dad's dead, Ooh, and it's yep, and it's all straight over. I think you start on an extreme close-up of what looks like Archie crying, and then it zooms further and, and further out, sex. and he's crying, laughing, and he's in a bowl full of it's maple syrup, <laughs> and just <laughs> he's in the bowl. Yeah. And we're off the rails. I do Act have one. I do have my my Riverdale fanfic episodes. I write at home when no one's around. Yeah, sure. um, I I like that but... you you can only write them when no one's around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're fine if anyone reads them, but you have to write them when no one's there. Exactly. I, I can't do it when Angie's around. I uh, no. It's um, I mean I sit. And uh, the, the, my my new dream in life is to write a Riverdale episode. So it's yeah. it's it's what I all I can really want before Please I die. Someone start that. Hashtag let Jared write. Yeah. Oh. Hashtag let Jared let Jared syrup. <laughs> I think we need to yeah have a unified a campaign here. Petty Dale. No, oh, that's really bad. Hashtag um, River yeah. Jared. <laughs> River Jared. This was so terrible. <laughs> we got we ha- okay. We have to sign a definitive one because we want to get this. Yes, going. we actually want to. We, we want thing. this to be the SDCC two zero one seven versus SDCC one seven. Um, okay, I think we do 
Jared for Riverdale. But F-O-R. F-O-R. Because Jared. then people will think it's season four is when he yeah, takes over. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he, right. he could be short on You know what? I'm Jared not, for I'm not, Riverdale. I'm not going to discourage this. Yeah. I'm all about that. Because uh, hashtag Jared for Riverdale. Make sure you tweet it at, uh, at CW Riverdale, I think it at, is. Yeah, at CW it's, Riverdale yeah. and at McBiggity. Two Gs, two Gs. Yeah, <laughs> two Gs, two Gs. Yeah. He has a lot of authority. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah, the, anyway, yeah, that's that's the dream. I, I would rather write it. I think it'd be fun to to write it, for any show. I think writing the Halloween episode is the most fun thing you can oh, possibly yeah. do. Oh, yeah. But, it's, your but, a, river, but yes. a Riverdale Halloween episode. I mean, plus that's a great one to write like a, a, as a one shot thing because those can all always be self contained. You can reset. Wonderful. Yeah. And I do love self contained episodes. I I really do like dramatic linear television that builds on itself. I love arcs of storylines, but I also love beautiful standalone episodes and i love those wonderfully subversive ones I, I i keep bringing up buffy but maybe my favorite buffy episode is is the zeppo oh um, the zeppo's great. which is yeah. an episode that only one character ever really knows what happened yeah uh and have you seen it uh mm. well uh, oh, i have a complicated history buffy. with buffy yeah, yeah. the, no, the, yeah. the, the <laughs> zeppo is is delight yeah, yeah i i think i i adore buffy and i but i think the best episodes of it are the zeppo hush the body like the ones that do something yeah. different yeah uh, even though the show is uniformly so great during some of those seasons, it's when it really stands out that you adore it. It's the same with Community, yeah. which yeah. eventually became, we're doing a different episode every time, but it is the ones that really landed the mark, whether it's the uh, the fake clip episode where it was all original yeah. clips Gosh, or something like that, amazing. or the one where it's the, the different timelines. Pillow, time, fort, pillow fort, the, different yeah. timelines. Yep. Like, well, that's the joy yeah. of episodic storytelling. I mean, yes, yes we, yeah. we do want dramatic arcs. I love dramatic arcs, uh, but... Episodic storytelling lends itself to memorable moments, yeah. to, well, I mean, to peaks and high points. So and, it's like the the whole thing about like the when you have a very dramatic show that does a funny episode, or when you have a comedy that does yeah. like a very special dramatic episode, they sometimes just don't work and they misfire. But often they're more effective than they would have been. Yeah, I think that's true of a very heavily serialized show doing a standalone episode like Breaking Bad doing Fly or yes. like yeah. when shows kind of break their formula a little bit yeah. or when like an episodic show starts having a little bit of an arc halfway through yeah. like in Fringe season one or whatever like I think that that is when shows are at their best when yes. they're a little bit yeah. outside the exactly. norm exactly and Riverdale hasn't done that yet and yeah. I can yeah. not wait okay, yeah well, so... I'd love like what a bottle <laughs> episode in the Riverdale universe totally. will look like yes. I would love if they're it's all stuck in the school for a day or something I mean, and amazing. Yeah. there's well, yeah. so many great things they so, can do with that yeah. we I don't want to date this too much because I know when you're going to publish this, but we're recording this shortly after Spider-Man Homecoming has been released. Yeah, this and... this is this is going to be like a couple of weeks from now. Okay. So, okay. so Spider-Man Homecoming is out. It's uh, very youthful. Why if are you, you talking about this old movie? If it's... you go, yeah, it's like a year old. <laughs> yeah. um, what, what are these spiders you speak of? So they're on Cheryl's brooch. Uh, but when you when you watch that movie, unlike the other Spider-Man movies, everyone's young and they are authentically high school, and they're all these great high school aged actors. For Riverdale, in addition to the current ensemble, like, make a character. Like, who who would you like to see join the cast? Like, who who do you think would be, like, an An awesome actor addition? or a character? An actor. Barb. Oh, or a character, I guess. Wow. Because well, she was, she in, was it. in it, right? I, yeah, yeah, that was the joke. Okay, um, Bar- is that, I mean, is that No, no, I'm thinking. And they kind of, like, made a reference to Barb, yes, too. Yes, yeah, really it was like clearly, it. like, oh, we know who we're casting. Okay, um, so I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go in, in a kind of a weird direction. I like when shows have one odd, out of place character. Okay, you remember the w- weird kid in uh, 
um, the Lost Boys that's just there for some reason. Yeah, the, the Laddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's just wandering around dressed in like what looks like a West Point cadet uniform <laughs> the entire <laughs> movie. So there's a cut subplot that, mm-hmm. that concerns this kid. But for most of the movie, you have the superfluous child running around this in the middle thing, of everything yes. else that's happening. That's when it that's when it goes bad. But some shows and some movies will manage to have an outsider-style character that fits in very well with the people around them. And is the person you go to maybe for wisdom, the person that comes in and saves the day, the outside observer who comments on the weirdness that's happening. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of taking a non-CW kind of person and bringing them into the middle of this. So I'm thinking, you know, in, in, a, in a dream universe, like maybe like James Edward Almost. Ooh, as like uh, a parent? Oh, or yeah, like, a, like as, or maybe it's okay. like, maybe not even a parent. Maybe just like... That's a high school student. <laughs> no, no, not that either. But like, they've hey, already... that new guy seems a little no, off. They, they played with like the mayors as potential like dramatic villains or things okay. like that. But I'm thinking like some kind of beneficial force in everything that's Ooh. going on. Okay. Uh, and I don't, I haven't settled this. I'm making this up as I go, which can yeah, be really yeah. bad. Sorry to put you on slide. But this could be anything from the town librarian that finally starts providing the answers to all the weird supernatural things that are starting to happen all the, the you know giles to, of it. yeah the giles and it doesn't have to be that i don't i don't necessarily think i want him guiding him so much as yeah. like you're not even sure if this person's good or bad it could just be the the weird old guy that lives in the woods but i, I want a mm-hmm. non a kind of a, a non-cw looking human that doesn't clash and keep showing up regularly i like that mm-hmm. a lot uh so james ordered almost that's what i want i want to see really them good. but i don't have an answer to my own question but <laughs> i want to see them flesh out Jughead's family more. I want to oh, yeah. see Jughead's mom and Jellybean um, be interesting. And yes, I want yeah. them to cheat a little bit and age up Jellybean. Yeah. To, oh, so okay. To be an actress. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I think that would be really cool. As far as like specific people, um, I don't know why I asked this question without having <laughs> anything in mind. I, I think it would be really cool to get like um, just someone, I, I agree with you, that like having a different energy, a different vibe would be a really good fit for the show. Uh, I'm trying to, I don't have a person at the moment, but uh, sort of melding both of your answers. I think the more they can flesh out people in the town. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and like side characters of whether it's a librarian or like uh, someone working at the diner or someone at a different store that they frequent in the second season. Like I think adding in those secondary characters, uh, this is, of course, I can't not do a show without mentioning this. That's what I love about Gilmore Girls is that that whole town is built out and so many specific characters exist in that world and then you can visit any part of that town and there are five different weird people to interact with. Yeah, make, make him the high school janitor that goes through their lockers and knows what's going on in yeah, their lives. I, make I, him that, you know, something like that. Yeah, I just don't want Riverdale to get too small like I don't want yeah. it to end up being that like we only have these six characters to deal with two seasons yes. from now like I, I, agree. I agree the with more that. you can expand uh, do you have an actual actor I, I just thought of uh what's her name from Mad Men Joan from Mad Men oh, oh uh, uh, yeah what can I remember her name right now yeah Joan. Um, okay we'll yeah. just say Christina Hendricks yeah, yeah there we go yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. she would be awesome in the show uh, oh yeah she would, I want yeah. her to play somebody she would have been great as Archie's mom actually. yeah yeah she would have I'm glad we got Molly Ringwald for no, the, I mean, for the delightful yes. like yeah. wink factor I'll just bring in Martin Sheen we asked yeah, Martin, Martin Sheen just have him play the president yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that would be that would be really good yeah so here we have I love the idea of like Again, I keep going back to almost, but I love the idea of Jughead being fascinated by his mustache. Yeah. Just like like sure. trying to learn to grow it just the same I way. I honestly just want Jughead doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's I, dream season two. Uh, I, I, I think we talked about somebody getting killed, but of everybody dying, I mean, do you want a gut? Don't you dare. What Killing if, Jughead no. would hurt. Like, that I could, would bring yeah, again, I could see that being a late game or like finale thing. Oh, and then yeah. Jellybean takes but, over as narrator? Yeah. yeah. What if Jughead kills someone? 
I guess I they're killing somebody yes. before this thing's over. With. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. someone's going to become murder easily. Yes, that's yeah, definitely. I just don't want to be like Landry and Tyra. No, the dude no. in the truck or whatever. Yeah. No, I, I think I think something a little more. I can see Veronica taking over. Actually, I could see Betty taking over as narrator. Yeah, Betty uh, rules. Yes. I I really I, I sorry I, knew, I realize you're about to pull up a question. No, it's okay. I just want to say how much no. I like this cast and how, yeah. how yeah. perfect they are. Yeah, I like especially. I think even for people who don't read Archie, Betty and Veronica are such stereotypical ideas of characters to yeah. people. Like I've, I never read Archie ca- comics until some of the modern ones that a friend gave to me. But I knew what Betty and Veronica were as characters. Yeah. But and like these actresses have done so such great work with them. Both of them. Yeah. They've, they've done remarkable things with them, and the writing's good. Yes. Uh, they're, they're yeah. giving. They're giving. But the acting is good. That yeah. this is a solid cast that's doing all exactly what's unknowns. asked of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. what's his name? Is it? I forget if he's Dylan Sprouse or I Cole think, Sprouse. I believe it's Cole. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. The, the most well-known yeah. of them. Yeah. Like, went yeah. to college with them. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they went to NYU while I was there. Did you meet them? So I forget that. I met them once or twice, yeah, because they were in the art school and I was there also. How was that? It was fine. They were, <laughs> they were totally pleasant. Yeah. So we have a few uh, few they folks wrote in life. to ask us to talk about things. So I want to get to a few of these. Dan Thompson says, talk about the sustainability of the show. We talked about that some. Yeah. Uh, what they was have to mix it up. Who done it format and unconventional use of classic characters like Miss Grundy. Yeah. Uh, I thought so. I, Born I, on a Monday. I, exactly. It's going to be a really weird crossover with the Arrowverse when yeah. she becomes Solomon, Solomon Grundy. That would be unreal. That if season she shows four for up you. with her nephew Solomon, <laughs> um, but the show would do that. I wouldn't be sh- like if the show made yeah, her that, cousin or something CW Solomon. Oh yeah, that's a good. Gosh, group. that would be unreal. So I asked you a leading question earlier about who early on you thought killed Jason Blossom. Yeah, I was dead set until the finale convinced that it was her and that. She only hooked up with Archie as a distraction from the fact that she murdered him somehow on that ah, day. And I okay. that they very specifically had her leave the show so she could dramatically come back. Yeah. She's conspicuously absent. That's yeah. one like, of the storylines I feel like didn't work out totally. amazingly. Like that was definitely one of the weird like, oh, that just kind of petered out and I seemed agree. like you didn't know what you do wanted to do. Do you think they're do. setting something up for a year later? They no. could. No. I but mean, I don't think now. they were. I don't yeah. think they were. I agree. Yeah, yeah. like it, it was a thing for the pilot to be like, look, the te- he's hooking up with the teachers. Isn't that amazing? And then it was like, oh, what do we do now with this? Yeah, um, okay. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, Miss Grundy was a character. Are you familiar with the comic character? Mm-mm. She's Not like the gray-haired much. older lady. Yeah. Like, yeah. For, So they're, they're just like, hey. That's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, that's that's where they – and again, it's a, it's a very, very Riverdale uh, piece of storytelling. Um, who really – somebody just asked a simple question. I don't think we've actually said this. Zachary asks – who are your favorite characters and why? I mean, we mentioned Jughead. Oh. Is is he really everybody's favorite? Jughead's my number one for sure. Jughead's up there. Um, um I really um what was her name? Valerie, uh the, the pussycat that mm-hmm. he dates. Valerie. Uh, yeah. I thought she was great. Uh Cheryl Blossom really is yeah, just like Cheryl's the great. anchor it's of the show. So much fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Uh I ended up liking I'm trying to think of Yeah, like I really, really liked Veronica. Yeah, uh, more, great. just more than I expected to do because again I came in thinking those characters were going to be very cliched takes mm-hmm. and they weren't. Also, uh, like I don't know, I kind of have expected them to date Betty and Veronica. Like I, I, I would, felt like they were setting that. I up. feel like they still can. Yeah, I don't think that's off the table I at all. I, I really enjoy Veronica. I really enjoy Veronica's mom a lot. Of all the parents, she, yeah, she's I great. She yeah. is uh, yeah. by by a long shot. She yeah. gets she gets a lot of range. She's constant. Bad things are always happening to her. Yeah, yeah. and she manages to. And it's not no. no easy task to pull off you 
you want the audience to feel sorry for you, but you don't want to have pity at the same time. Yes. Yeah. And she does yeah. that really well. She balances that that strength and sadness uh, very well. I, yeah, I like I the way that character's written, and I very much like the way that, that she's portrayed. Yeah, she's an actor. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah, and I also really like. I think uh, she's a very cute chemistry with Luke Perry. I think that their whole yeah. thing actually like it works. Normally is the kind of thing I wouldn't like. Yeah. but I yeah. think it works really. That's well. like the subplot in Gossip Girl. I'm like, just fast forward through this, please. But exactly. Yeah, it worked yeah. here well. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree. It worked there pretty well too. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, uh, we've got we've covered that one. Uh, yeah, when Sabrina the Teenage Witch in Giant Letters. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Mark just says maple syrup for sure. Um, Archie's in a bowl of it apparently. Uh, yeah. So let's <laughs> Andrew Speck Let's let's talk about maple syrup for a second. Is that like um, uh, Riverdale's version of like a wet T-shirt contest? No, just I'm just going to ask you. Maple syrup. syrup I'm just going to ask you <laughs> your really general thoughts thought on maple syrup. Where do you fall on maple syrup? It's fine. Uh well, like I haven't had maple syrup in a while, so it's been out of my life, and well, I miss I, it. I was in a. I visited the East Coast recently to see my family, and I had a cool diner experience, and they had uh, like pancakes and waffles and stuff. And it was very good. I, I do it. I do pancakes and waffles at like if I'm in a hotel and they have like a breakfast buffet. I'll do that a lot. I I don't think I've had proper maple syrup in my Same. life though. Like yeah. I've never had like authentic. Like I've had like Aunt Jemima and yeah. and stuff. But, but you like, never had like real. I've never had like no, yeah. a plus like Canadian maple syrup. Have right? you guys ever gone and tap maple syrup? No, no, no. no. Go out on I'm, I'm like Cheryl. Like, no, no. Yeah. Never, um, well, Cheryl does done that every yeah. year. Along with but uh, yeah, I I haven't either. But I whenever I have pancakes, I drench them in maple syrup, so yeah. I must like it. Me too. But again, yeah. it's like Mrs. Butterworth. Yeah. Or... But like people who are conservative with their maple syrup, I'm like, then you're missing the point. Like the yeah. point is to have. Yeah, you don't you don't a need small pancakes pool. and waffles to be healthy. Yeah. Is Jason Blossom coming back as a zombie? Yes. I uh, I don't want him to no, get out of here. We have we, we, this town's only big enough for one male redhead. Best name on uh, on Riverdale. Oh, Hiram name. Lodge. Yeah, that's pretty. good. I like Herm- Hermione Lodge. Yeah, Hermione Lodge. Yeah, that's my Hiram and Hermione. Yeah, that's pretty very good. It's kind of fantastic. Um, I mean, I know. Bean. Yeah, I know it's from <laughs> the comics, but Jelly Beans. Yeah. Well, they're all from the comic. I mean, yeah. Oh, Hiram is. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Okay. So. Is any are um, any characters invented for the show? I'm trying to remember now. Now you're putting me on the spot. Um, I just assume because I don't of know if any mystery. I don't know if anybody major is invented for the show. I, I can't think of anybody that is like the sheriff's have... son. Yeah, that. like those are all those okay. are all characters. Um, I cannot think of anyone that's been created originally for the show. That will be fun to see if you have somebody kind of come in and, and from outside. Yep. What do you not want to see happen to Riverdale? Um, a legal battle of any kind. Yeah, like I don't room stuff. Which is what, not to keep harping <laughs> on it, but that's what Thirteen Reasons Why season two is probably going to be. Yeah, and I don't want to watch a legal battle. What do you just not enjoy legal battles? Court and drama. No, I mean I I love The Good Wife, but I think it has to be built into the way the show is. And when you shoehorn in legal battles, it usually doesn't work out well. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I don't know. I want there to be. I like the drama i like the back and forth i like the will they won't they i like the swapping who's dating all that stuff works for me but i want it to be handled well what i don't want is like every third episode archie switches between betty and veronica and yeah. that's yeah. it and then like maybe jughead and veronica date like i don't want it to be musical chairs i want it to yeah. feel earned because i feel like sometimes there's like um like if you go back and watch like friends or something there was like this there, 
there's like the weird flirtation between two people who don't fit and it's mm-hmm. like just for the sake of like Gossip Girl is the same way Gossip like, Girl and the OC fell prey to that too where it would totally. be like oh do they maybe like well, each other there's, like, there's yeah. weird flirtations although I do love that Friends th- that's another TV trope I love is the the slight prequel episode where you go back to six months before and yeah. show everybody yeah. before all this happened yeah, I, before I, I, oh, yeah, totally. Friends, oh, we'll totally get Veronica's old I bet you I can see if Hiram's not in episode one and maybe he is but I can totally see them at some point in the season showing a Veronica-centric episode of before she got to Riverdale. Yeah, oh, yeah. that'd be great. And showing like when they found out that he was going to prison and like scenes that she's kind of described, but like seeing them happen. Yeah, when they yeah. build him. But up there'll be some kind of huge revelation tied up in that if you're going to. Oh do yeah, it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. She yeah. see something off. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I, uh, I, they could go down some real, but like I would not be surprised if they were lesser right. If I had less faith in these writers, it would be like the immediate abortion would be like yeah. a thing I could see them jumping to. Oh, that's that. interesting. Um, and I, I think I do have a lot of faith in the writing staff. I think this, this show's going to get. Uh, uh, going to get better for quite a while. And, yes, uh, it's exciting. Yeah. I, I've really enjoyed the first season. They've laid a great foundation. I'm glad we have entertainment like this. I'm glad there's some. You know, I, I have some problems with the assertion that we're in the golden age of television. That I, I keep hearing that phrase peak used. TV. Yeah, TV. big TV, yeah. etc. I'm not sure that's true, but we're definitely in a. Re- How are you possibly not sure that's ridiculously true? I feel like we're interesting th- stage of television? Man, I feel like it is. I f- I feel like right now TV is better than film. I think, honestly, yes. there's more creative yeah. stuff happening in TV than in film. I'm not necessarily going to argue against that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that if you take the films that are being made right now and the television that's being made right now, a lot of the TV is more interesting than a lot of the film. But I'm not convinced that that has, says as much about the strength of the television as it says about the weakness of the film. Interesting. That's fair. I would say I, when we say it's a golden age, I don't think we're saying it's the only golden age. I also think yeah. it's a golden age where comedy and drama both happen to be have excellent places where I, as I felt in the past, it was a golden age of drama or golden age of comedy. Yeah. Like it was one or the other usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like right now TV historians will look back and right now you can point to a dozen excellent comedies and dramas. There's a lot of great point. stuff happening. Yes, yeah. and, and, and I also I, feel like famous A-list actors, like there, there used to be a stigma attached to doing TV that I don't think is there anymore. So yeah. I think you're getting major, like talented people doing shows. You're here. getting delightful talent. You're getting a lot of great things. Uh, yes. My argument is that golden age is probably another episode. What I do yeah. like about <laughs> it after I've said, I don't think it's the golden age and there's a series of reasons for that. Yeah. What I do love about it is it kind of reminds me of the early PlayStation era. Ooh. There's mm-hmm. so much opportunity out there right yeah. now that you can just try almost anything. Yeah. yeah, and there's a good chance you may get it produced. There you are, might even get a season two. Exactly. Yes. There and are so many happening. platforms desperate for content right now yeah. and wanting to make a name for themselves that they will try unexpected things. Yes, yeah. and it's beautiful. So you can get things like, like you know, there was a time people were making games about polar bears that sang Enka and being produced by major labels. You can have that happen on television, and some of it's sticking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure, sure you could have sold an Archie-based dark drama mystery show even three years ago. Uh, and now you can. And I'm really excited yep. about that. I agree. Also, we live in a world where I got Samurai Jack season five, which is more than any of us deserve. So happy about that as well. Final question. Uh, big mystery shows this year. Obviously, when I think of two television shows about mystery, I think Riverdale and Twin Peaks The Return. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because uh, there's, there's so much alike. I mean, uh, weirdly, Westworld, I think, was a really smart <laughs> kind of... Uh, it was a mystery, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a really... I don't know, like, I I like that show more than I thought it would. It's, I'm also not completely, you know, in love with it. Like, I think it has problems. But. Well, that's what I'm mm-hmm. asking. How does, how does Riverdale stack up against its mystery contemporaries? Ooh. Ooh. What do you think about that? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I think it was... I, I think you nailed it earlier when you said, even when it's predictable, it does it in interesting ways. Like, I don't think that guessing that it was Mr. Blossom would have been impossible. I think there were, they threw a lot of good red herrings in. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> red herring. Oh, ah! oh you. <laughs> uh, I, I think that, I don't know, I think it, it's in the upper tier. I don't know if it's necessarily like a calling it, Comparing it to Twin Peaks is impossible. Like I don't even know. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> then go ahead. Oh wait. Before oh wait. Well, I want to oh. hear the Twin Peaks. Okay. Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, th- what we need to have happen now is Dougie Jones wandering into sure, of course, and because then... what the fans really want from Twin Peaks is more Dougie. <laughs> 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 but no, these are. I, I think you actually touched on a little of it there. Twin Peaks, I think, is a show largely about perplexing us in fascinating ways riverdale in a lot of ways is too they're actually remarkably similar in that you have a pretty good idea where this is headed yeah but you're having a lot of fun getting there i also think because it's a problem that was born of the post era of Lost, but like puzzle box shows that are like meant to be figured out while both twin peaks and riverdale have mystery i don't think they are built to be solved exactly like riverdale the point is like you're not watching to figure out who killed him. The you're whole there time. for the ride. Yeah, that's, yeah. The ride. that's where yeah. I was going. And, and Twin Peaks, you are there for the entire aesthetic of it and how singular it is and everything that it gives you and allows you I, to interpret yourself. I would, I yeah. would argue that in a lot of ways, Riverdale has more in common with Twin Peaks than it does with Arrow. I, that so I agree, I yeah. agree with that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's interesting comparing it to like. So I think of like BBC Sherlock, right? Which is very much what you're saying, and that yeah, bothers yeah, some much. people. Is that you watch a, an episode of that show, especially in the later seasons, and oh, yeah. it's like you cannot figure it out. Yeah, but you're yeah. not designed to. No, like it's yeah. not. It's not about giving you the clues and seeing if you can guess it before Sherlock does. It's about enjoying the antics and enjoying how he figures it out and enjoying yeah. watching him do it. Um, Whereupon Westworld was much more a puzzle box show. Exactly. I yes, think that show totally. was built to be like, hey, this is a clue. This is a, especially yeah, with the I way things unfurled. Yeah. And I, I liked it that. a lot, actually. Sure. I really yeah. enjoyed it. It's not a wh- mark of whether it's good or bad. Yeah. No, one yeah. of my favorite moments on TV this year is watching Ed Harris's arm burst into blood and his yeah. face just just contort into a grin of pure joy it's it's one of my favorite things i saw on tv this year yeah, i just yep. love that um you know what we've been doing this for an hour that's that's probably uh, probably good for uh, for the good people here thank you for uh, sticking with us watching listening at all etc thank you for supporting pockets full of soup get ready for uh, we've got uh, we've got another uh, some interesting stuff coming up i hope you enjoy it but in the meantime you two fine gentlemen where can these good people find you follow you discover what wonderful things you're creating what do you have here to plug just going to go to silence. Yes. Uh, I figured we'd go in order. Oh, sure. Uh, I uh, run news.gn. Uh, we have a bunch of cool stuff. Um, I've written actually a lot of stuff I'm proud of recently because I, I did a little bit of long form stuff. So um, I did a Shigeru Miyamoto interview. I did a bunch of cool stuff on IGN that you can read. But uh, mostly find everything I do at Garfep on Twitter, G-A-R-F-E-P. And I don't know I'm on I'm on comedy button I'm on kind of funny stuff I'm I float around yeah you do you literally float we all float down here I can't not hear your Twitter name and think of the acronym for it that Greg made long ago but yeah. I'm not gonna say it now uh, but yeah all of your recent long form stuff is fantastic it's also good that's I'm not just saying that because we're sitting on this couch together but no legitimately like, nor because I, he's your boss exactly <laughs> yes yeah so I, I I slave away in the news minds under Andrew uh, no yeah all of that stuff was wonderful. And I'm glad I could read it. Thank you. Uh, I also am an IGN uh, working on the news. uh, And uh, I was just on Kind of Funny as well. So you can find me there. 
Uh, yeah, he did a extremely ridiculously deep, ridiculously deep dive into Kingdom Hearts with uh, uh, Alexa Ray. Yes, yeah. Oh, was, I, I haven't seen this yet. It's really fun. It is if you don't like Kingdom Hearts, that's not the episode for you. But if you're <laughs> if, if you're interested <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts, yeah, tr- try it. It's kind of fun. Uh, you can find me there. You can find me on IGN. I'm on some of the shows there sometimes. Uh, I just wrote a piece about Crash Bandicoot, which I am very proud of. Also, even though. It's it's emotional in a way you would not expect Crash to be, but I like it. Uh, and it's actually weirdly a good follow up to your pockets episode. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, and yeah, you can find me just talking about stuff on Twitter at JM Dornbush. And you guys will be back to talk about some other things. Uh, pockets Full of Soup will continue to be a storytelling show in its coming season. We're going to find all kinds of new stories people have to tell. And we're going to find stories about different things that we haven't yet. I hope you enjoy. Thank you again, friends. Uh, until next time. Stay pocketing. Wow. Jared for Riverdale. Oh, yeah, Jared for Riverdale. Riverdale. Hashtag Jared for Riverdale. Riverdale. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, guys.